You're listening to Clean Beauty Scene, episode 51, How to Live a Low-Tox Life and Thrive, with award-winning author and health coach, Cheryl Meyer. Welcome to Clean Beauty Scene, the podcast for clean beauty, eco-friendly living, and wellness. I'm your host, Kelly Bonanno, eco-wellness coach and mom to two teenage boys. If you want a green beauty routine but find clean beauty and eco-living overwhelming and confusing, I get it. I've been there. So join me each week as we clear the confusion and cover all the latest to help you go green without giving up glamour or going eco-freako. Now talk clean to me, baby. Well, hello, Savvy Beauties. Welcome to Clean Beauty Scene. I'm Kelly Bonanno, your host, eco lifestyle and wellness coach. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I am really excited about my guest this week. We are incredibly like-minded and she has a wealth of knowledge to share with you. And you're going to really be inspired by her story and also her way of life. Get ready to take notes. You are going to love Cheryl Meyer. She is so sweet and witty, and you're going to learn a lot. In fact, I was on her podcast just a couple of months ago. I will link to that in the show notes. Cheryl Meyer suffered from autoimmune disease, and by eliminating hundreds of toxins, she reversed her pain. She has a BA from UC Berkeley and is a health coach from IIN. She's an award-winning author, international bestseller, health coach, speaker, local TV, TV host, and guest podcaster. Cheryl has written four books on health and toxins that are all available on Amazon. She has her own podcast, It Feels Good to Feel Good, Future Proof Your Health. It's on a Voice America. She specifically works with clients to, that have chronic illness, giving them hope and helping them find long-term solutions. Her belief is it is never too late to start healthy habits and feeling good. Eliminating toxins is one of the crucial steps in how she regained her wellness and how she helps others regain wellness. And she encourages you to listen to your body and to your own health. She's a sought after expert on toxins in our food, our cleaning, water, minds, our personal care and beauty products. And she has been on her own health journey and she feels great and looks great. And I am so excited to welcome her to the show. Welcome to Clean Beauty Scene, Cheryl. Thank you for having me, Kelly. I love chatting with you. So we're going to have a lot of fun. We sure are. We're so like-minded. I just love it. And your, your story is incredible. And, you know, I think there's so many people that they are dealing with pain, illness, and they are succumbing to it they're thinking, okay, I'm aging. This is just what, you know, this is just what age is. And they've gone to some of these, you know, mainstream doctors that are giving them a bandaid and not getting to the root cause. And so there's just kind of living with their pain, their extra weight, and it really doesn't have to be that way. So I really love your philosophy about you have so much. I mean, what I always say to people, you have so much more control over your health and longevity and you can look better. You can feel better. You can have, you can have all the energy in the world. It's all about lifestyle. So I would love for you to share your health journey and where you were, you know, with your autoimmune and how, how you really helped yourself get back to not just healthy, but you, you feel great and you're living a lifestyle that a lot of people aspire to live. 
I am 72 and I feel better than I did in my 50s, which is a huge statement. And I did not pay good attention to my health until I was in my early 60s and I had no choice but to pay attention because I was girl interrupted. I had my own business. I was a solopreneur. I designed jewelry that was manufactured in Asia for all the big box jewelers. I was working 24-7, and there were all kinds of signs that something called toxic load was building up in my body, but I never stopped to think about it. I just pushed through, kept going, until one morning I woke up in such horrific pain, I had to pay attention. And there are... Be, believe it or not, inflammation can build up for 20 years in your body. You get signs and your body talks to you, but it talks to you in symptoms. So if you're not paying attention to the symptoms, you're missing the conversation. And it was little stuff in the beginning. I was getting random rashes all over my body. Then my underarm deodorant started bothering me. Some of them made me rash, others made me blister. Then it was my mascara. It didn't matter if it was hypoallergenic. Some of them made my eyes itch like crazy, others made my eyes water. It was just like one thing after another. And I knew when I tried new products that I might be really sensitive to them. I never had any clue that this meant that my toxic load was building up and my body was trying to tell me, hey, start to pay attention. The thing that really should have been the two by four is I woke up one morning and my lips, my tongue and my eyes were almost swollen tight. Oh my gosh. And I had been getting rashes from um, fabric softener. And I had a friend spend the night and she did me a favor and she washed my sheets and she pulled the, the dryer sheets out of a back corner up above the dryer and used them to do the dryer. And so that's what caused my severe reaction. I, I you know, it could have just been a rash, but by that point, my body was already way close to the toppling point. And it was awful. It took like 48 hours before I could swallow easily. I could open my eyes again. But I still didn't stop and think about what's making this go on until the, the fateful day when I woke up and everything hurt. Everything hurt. And I was really lucky because I had a staff that was well-trained, that had been with me for a long time. So they just started running the business and I started running back and forth to my conventional doctor. And she ran tests four different times. And then she came to back to me and said, Cheryl, I don't know how to tell you this, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. I said, that's ludicrous. Something's wrong. I hurt. And she said, well, you know, since you say you hurt, I'm going to give you steroids. But in reality, what I want you to do is seek mental therapy. Oh. And I said, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to find what this is. And, you know, I'll come back and let you know. And I didn't even know what I was going to go looking for. And I was really lucky because I tripped into the functional medicine community. And I'll explain the difference between a conventional doctor and a functional doctor. And at the time, this was um, nine years ago, they were running 19 different symposiums with multiple doctors talking about how they all got additional qualifications in functional medicine because they got sick and couldn't help themselves. That caught my attention. So I listened to all 19 and there were like 20 doctors in each symposium and there were threads that kept coming up. I probably had autoimmune disease. 
I probably had something called leaky gut. I probably had toppled over into complete toxicity, and that was a place that I could start, and that I probably was struggling with horrific stress, and I had had friends pulling me aside, telling me I had to do something about my stress because it was out of control, and so I knew that was an issue, so that's where I started. So I immediately signed up for a yoga class, and I started to learn to breathe um, so that I could start to release my stress. It ends up my cortisol was so low because of my stress level that I was borderline Addison's disease. But my conventional doctor was, well, you're not diseased yet, so what's to do? Well, I didn't want to get diseased, so thank God that's where I started. And from there, I started researching food because a genetically modified food had been on the ballot in California, and I didn't understand it, and it lost. And it ends up, I was horrified because there was so much misinformation that was fed to us so that that proposition would lose that I then got into what were GMOs, what was conventional farming, and why should I be eating organic? So the first place I cleaned up after learning how to breathe and how to do a variety of three-minute stress exercises was how to change the way I ate, which was a lifestyle change that became permanent. And I'd like to quickly go into what the difference is between the three, because I didn't know, and I find most people don't know. Um, conventional farming is where they're spraying our food with all kinds of chemicals. And you really don't want those chemicals on your food because they're toxic. And you don't need a heavy dose of toxins with every bite of your fruits and your vegetables. It's um, the government actually gives conventional farming money. So it is cheaper than organic farming because it's subsidized by our government. But our government is well aware that things like glyphosate, which is Roundup, are poisoning us. And last year, a lawsuit was finally won where the chemical companies had to cough up that they'd known for 20 years that Roundup or glyphosate has been causing us cancer. So that opened up my eyes that, okay, maybe I do want to be eating organic. Genetically modified was a little bit more confusing, and there's all kinds of confusing information on the internet about it. But it ends up, if food is genetically modified, it's not that it's been engineered. Engineered means that carrots no longer are just orange, they're multicolored. Genetically modified means it actually becomes something that it would never have become naturally in nature. And it becomes genetically modified by one of two ways. It either has Bt toxin that's been grown in it, which when a bug eats the plant, it blows up his little stomach so he doesn't eat, eat and destroy the plant. But unfortunately, when it gets into our gut, it blows up all our good gut bacteria, or it has been made something called Roundup Ready, which means it not only is getting sprayed with glyphosate, which is the chemical that's causing us cancer, but it's drenched in it. All the wheat products that we're eating are drenched in Roundup because they get a bigger yield because they're drenching that plant in that chemical. And so right away, I knew I did not want those chemicals in my body at all. And a lot of people will come back and say they can't afford to eat organic. 
There is something put out every year called the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15 by EWG.org. And so if you don't have enough budget that you can buy everything organic, start with that list because there are 12 things that you do not want to eat them if they're not organic, period. And one of the things on that list is a potato, and it has 37 toxins on it. Half of them are neurotoxins. And the other half kill our bees. And if we don't do something about our bees, we don't have any food because they pollinate our food. But everything on that dirty side, that's where you spend your organic money. And you can find the money if you relook at your budget. Do you stop for a coffee every morning on your way to work? You could save that money. So find where you can save money because trust me, your body's worth it and you don't want your toxic load to topple over into chronic illness. Even though I have reversed my pain, I still have autoimmune disease. I will always have autoimmune disease and I sure wish I had dealt with this before I toppled over into this area of health. So that's kind of a big thing, quick overview on the food. Um, but start with the Dirty Dozen Clean 15. But then from there, I dug into everything else. By the time I was done, five years later, I had eliminated literally hundreds of toxins from every area of my life, from my cleaning supplies to the water coming out of my sink, how I was carrying my water. I no longer will drink any water out of plastic unless I'm flying because they won't let me take water in my stainless steel containers on the plane. But um, I have a full filter system on my house because I don't even want the water and all the icky things that are in it going through my skin, which is my largest organ. So I started cleaning it all up. And again, you can research on the giant database in the sky, which is EWG again. They have researched and studied um, literally thousands of ingredients. You might actually be able to find your whole product in there, but if you can't, you can look it up ingredient by ingredient. And I just interviewed an environmental toxin expert and she suggested instead of looking up everything, start at the bottom of the list because that's the smallest amount. And if things that are that little are toxic, you just don't use that product anymore. And so you find things that are much lower in toxicity and EWG ranks them all. Um, most things get a rating from one to 10. Some other product lines will get an uh, A, B, C, D and F cleaning products do. And a lot of times companies won't disclose their formula because they don't want anybody to know. And that's a problem. So stick with the things that have been forthcoming and explained how they're being made and what is in there and how it's going to impact you. Wow. That is amazing. And you are speaking my language. I you are so absolutely right that people Ah, they just, they listen to the mainstream and they don't realize you said something so important. They just, they don't even realize how toxic our environment is in, in these pesticides. They, they just, I think they're under this impression that if, you know, that we're being protected, that there are safety measures in place and there's absolutely not. And you, yeah. you know, when you mentioned the GMOs, it's such a serious issue I got angry. Why wasn't my government protecting me? 
Oh, um, I know. The yeah. first thing I looked up after the um, stress issue was my cosmetics. I was buying very expensive French cosmetics. They were a nine on a 10 point yeah. scale. I was literally poisoning myself right through my skin and cosmetics and personal care products are not regulated. And so the only regulation yeah. until recently was a 1932 law because they were putting arsenic and poison in mascara, rat poison in mascara. It mm -hmm. hadn't been looked at since. And even though it is slightly regulated now, what it's regulated now is the cosmetic companies get to regulate themselves. Isn't that ducky? Which so, is basically no regulation. I yeah, mean, you know, yeah. especially here yeah, in America, there's 19 <laughs> chemicals have been banned. It's exactly. And then there's greenwashing. So companies, you know, say, oh, they're pure, natural, this, that, and the other. And then if you know you're in Yeah, Greece, there's a whole bunch of yeah. terms that mean absolutely nothing. Right. Yeah, that's um, one of the- We've been conned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, big time. And people don't realize that. So listeners, really, if you're, if you are multitasking, come back to us for a moment and really you, I need you to hear this. This is why I, I mean, this is why I started coaching. This is why I started this podcast is and this is why I went back to school to be a coach, because I was yeah. running into other women just like me who had doctors who had no clue what was wrong with them. And they were frustrated and hurt and their bodies hurt, but no one was listening to them. And so I thought, hey, at least I could listen to their story and then send them off into different directions where they can find help because I kept everything in file folders while I was researching. So I built up a huge library of information for myself that I thought then would be useful for other people who were in the same situation I had been in. Absolutely. And just people realize need to realize that they don't have to live this way. You don't no. have to live in pain. You it's, and, no. and the thing is that I always say also is like, you're going to pay for it one way or another, you know, yeah. it, an investment in your health is so important for the long term because you're going to pay for it in illness or somehow somewhere down the, down the road. And you know what toxic now that, now that there's more, clean beauty and household and all of these great clean products on the market. It doesn't have to be more expensive. Even eating healthy doesn't have to be more expensive. No. So, and there are ways to do it. Absolutely. So I'd love for you to, you know, give our listeners some good tips on how to live a low toxin life without breaking the bank and still thriving. And, you know, maybe some tips on how to, people think they have to give so much up and, you know, going out to dinner, going to a friend's house for dinner, those kinds of things. Some people, they think, wait, 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 how am I going to actually live a real life without? We'll get back to the show in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by my free intermittent fasting email course. If you are curious about how to get started with intermittent fasting, would like to know what all the health benefits are and exactly how it helps you lose weight so easily, then you will love this free short email course. The link is in the show notes. It's subscribe.com slash intro to IF. I break it all down for you so you can get started properly. And believe me, it is so much easier than you think, as long as it's done right. And I will show you how. Head to the show notes and get signed up now. It's free. It was a little tricky in the beginning. My functional yeah. doctor, who I did end up with three years down the road, um, I finally found one of my own, which literally she saved me my life. Um, 
she asked me to write the book on how do I live this way because her her patients are not figuring it out. And it was a little confusing in the beginning. The first thing is I had to accept that having a social life had nothing to do with what I put in my mouth. So if I'm invited to somebody's house for dinner, I immediately call them and say, oh, we're so excited that you've invited us to come for dinner. But I hope you don't mind. We're going to bring our own food because I eat unusually and I don't want you to have to worry about me. I'll bring plenty so that anybody who's at your party can enjoy it and can taste it. But don't feel bad. I'm probably not going to eat your food because I feel so good. I am not willing to give that up. And so, you know, go make whatever you want to make. It doesn't have to be something that's going to be good for me. And I have 18 food sensitivities, which makes them feel like it's not because I think they're going to cook unhealthy, even though they probably are. It's because I can't afford to eat those foods because they trigger me. Um, and that works well. Nobody says, no, you can't come. <laughs> um, and people who eat the things that I bring, I have learned to take some of it in a separate container because sometimes my husband and I don't get anything to eat because people will go, whoa, this is this is healthy. This is delicious. I mean, I am still a foodie. I will always be a foodie. I've just learned to cook differently and to cook clean. And so it's not difficult to do. And you get a rhythm to do this so that you can. For my family, I took it one step further. I gave everyone in my family a paleo cookbook because I eat paleo. And eat, I actually leave, leave, um, eat pagan, which is a cross between vegan and paleo because I eat small amounts of meat. And I eat meat that eats his a natural diet. So if he's a cow, he eats grass and he's finished with grass. I don't want to eat a cow that's been eating GMOs because what your cow eats is what you eat too. And I don't want those chemicals in my body, but it is more expensive. So I don't eat as much meat, which is why I say I'm pagan. Mm. I eat no more than the size of the palm of my hand. I don't need to eat a whole slab of meat that takes up my entire plate. What I want people to eat is 75% of their food should be plant food because we need all those phytonutrients because that's how our body rebuilds and that's how our body gets healthy. And if we're eating the standard American diet, which is loaded with chemicals, um, all those words you can't pronounce or don't know what they are, they're not good for you. And if you don't know what they are, your body doesn't know what they are either. So you don't want to be eating those things. You want to be eating all those beautiful, lush, gorgeous vegetables and fruits that are feeding your body the phytonutrients that make you start to jump for joy and feel great. Um, and all the colors work together, by the way. So you need to eat the whole rainbow because when they get together, they party. And that's how you start feeling fantastic. So it's worth it. Um, for travel, I vet restaurants long before I ever walk into them. I'll call. And if it's not somebody who's buying fresh fruits and vegetables, then it's probably not a restaurant that I want to eat at. But if it's somebody who is buying fresh fruits and vegetables, even if I'm not going to order off the menu, they get excited sometimes that they get to cook something special for me. So don't be afraid to ask for what you want. Generally, after I've talked to the chef and I've made the decision I'm going to go there, they come out to meet me because they're excited that somebody cares enough about their health that they want to eat well. So you can't be afraid, you have to speak up and you have to protect your body and your health. And it's worth it. 
And so if, so if I have a group of friends and they want to go to a restaurant where I know I'm not going to be able to eat, I keep emergency food in my car so that <laughs> yeah, I go too. and I eat with them. I probably get some kind of a salad, even if it's a salad that has some chemicals on it. But then I have things in my car that I can eat immediately. So the last thing I'm ever going to do is starve. But I go and I enjoy the company of my friends. It doesn't have to be what do I put into my mouth? It has to be who do I get to play with? It's so true. So true. And you, you know, a lot of our listener, my listeners are moms. And I think when we become a mom, it really hits home. It's like, okay, now I have to be responsible for this other little life. So we sometimes get a little healthier and then we have these kids and we want to, we start making their food and, but so much, there's this health halo and there's so many foods and things that are deemed healthy or, you know, the mainstream wants us to think are healthy that really are not. Now there's a chapter in your second book about children and their health. And I, I'd love to for you actually a whole share, section. Yeah, share some tips for the moms out there. Number one, you don't want to be feeding them the standard American diet either because oh, their little bodies, funny. by the time a child is five, they have seven tons of toxins in their little oh, bodies. So now. sad, I know. Um, they actually pop out with 290 toxins in the umbilical cord a lot of times. So if you want to get pregnant and you haven't had children yet, clean up for a whole year before you do it, because the toxins in the umbilical cord are coming from the mom and the dad. That shocked me. But that's why we have so many allergies. They're starting life out with a heavy toxic load. And then they're getting, there was just an article out that Gerber, Beechnut, and Hain, the three big toddler and baby food companies, had heavy toxic metals in their foods, and they knew it. It's not that hard to make your own baby food, gang. You buy a little baby bullet, and you zip up the food that you're going to feed your child yourself, and then it doesn't have chemicals, and it has real phytonutrients in it, and that's what your child needs to grow up healthy. It improves their learning ability. It improves their energy. It improves everything about their life, and I've had some parents tell me my kid won't eat that. Well, that's not necessarily true. If you are making real food and you're eating it with them, Children are little pitchers. They're going to want to copy what you're doing. So make some little veggie rangers and let them be the influencers that understand why they're eating the food that they're eating. One of the things that the standard American diet does is it numbs our taste buds. So if kids are eating real food and they're not eating all those chemicals, they don't know that their food isn't tasting as good as that other crud that they're getting out of boxes. So if they grow up eating real food, they will love real food. Teach them how to read labels. I've had mothers tell me long before the child can read, they pretend they can read the label at the grocery store. And I've heard innumerable stories where the three-year-old has gone to grandma's house and said, hey, grandma, we don't eat that. We eat real food. So why I are you love feeding that. me that? You know? So you can impress upon them and they can stand up for themselves. One kid went to a party and they were given pop rocks. And instead of eating them, they took them home to mom to see if they could eat them. 
Oh, that's so smart. Not many kids do that. That's I know, but the kids, it's being instilled in them that their health is important too. Yes. Yes. And so, and so it's important. You want to make sure that your child grows up without all those chemicals, because number one, the first thing I read about my body, I have had a weight problem my whole life. And the first thing I read when I started studying food was I was starving my body. And I went, how can that be? I'm overweight. How can I be starving my body? Well, I wasn't giving my body anything to function on. So every little morsel of nutrition that my body was getting, it was holding on to it. It didn't want to let it go. And so, yeah, I was starving my body because it wasn't getting enough that it needed to function properly. So when you start eating the right food, you don't diet. I've lost 60 pounds just eating real food. And I didn't think about it. I eat this way because this is my lifestyle and I feel great eating this way. And so the weight has taken care of itself. And that's kind of a surprise because there's hidden sugars. There's all kinds of, there's MSG under 39 different names in processed food. My favorite of which is natural flavorings. I don't know what that is. Do you? I know. Yeah, that's natural flavorings is like the synthetic fragrance of, of food. It's, it, they, they hide a bunch of junk in it and it's, yeah. it's so deceitful. And so if you don't know what it is, and I mean literally, or citric acid, citric acid is a mold. Um, you need to know or look up and you need to own your own body and control what you're putting into it, which is why I'm a huge advocate that you have to cook your own food. Yes. And, and it's true. When you, when you balance your nutrition in the right way, the weight is, is easily comes off. And it's just a few things that people don't even realize they're doing or not doing. And, and it doesn't mean giving up anything either. I mean, you know, the last thing I, I told Kelly before we started, the number one question I get is, aren't I deprived? No, I was deprived when I felt lousy from eating all that icky stuff and from using all those toxic products. You do not. And and I can make things that taste just as delicious, but without all the crud and without all the sugar. Um, you, You don't have to be deprived at all. I mean, you get your sweetness from things like berries, which are delicious. And so that's what I serve for dessert when I have company. I'll make something with berries that's just yummy. And John and I sat down last Christmas and wrote down all our favorite family recipes because we were missing some foods. And then we cleaned them up and we made them in a totally different way so that they were totally healthy. It was fun. It was adventuresome. And we had one heck of a great holiday dinner. I bet. I I made things like my mother's strawberry parfait pie, but it didn't have any of the ick in it that my mother used to make it with. (laughs) All the chemicals were gone. Yeah. It's just about learning alternatives and then you're not giving anything up. You're, you're, you're getting so much more. And it's very important that you do reduce the toxic load and that it comes from, of course, there's toxins in the food, but also, yeah, the stuff you're putting on your body and the stuff you're using in your house. And you mentioned about doing it a year before pregnancy, very smart advice, because typically babies are born with over 200 toxic chemicals in their system before they're even out in the world. It's awful. 
It is awful. And another thing that a lot of my, my listeners and myself, we all love our pets, dogs, cats. Yeah. And they, people don't realize that a toxic environment too. Yeah. Our toxic environment harm our pets as well. So I'd love to hear your, your tips on how, you know. Oh, well, I was so busy researching for myself and I was really sort of focused just on that. I had three cats. Everybody always wanted to come back in their next life as my cat because my cats always lived into their 20s and had very healthy lives. Well, my three kitties died at 12, 14 and 16. And it hit me. Not only was I dealing with toxicity, but their food had changed. Their food had GMOs in it. There were all kinds of toxins in their environment that I just didn't register until it was too late. And I love animals. So I swore when I wrote my second book, I was going to do an entire section on how to create an environment that's healthy for pets. And when you read what is actually being put into pet food now, it's enough to make you gray. It's disgusting. And so when I start talking about food, I I give you food suggestions at any budget because I know not everybody can afford to buy, I just got new two new kitties, but not everybody can afford to buy the quality of food that I'm now feeding my cats. But no matter what your budget is, there are better choices that you can get to feed your pets. And it's important because just like we are what we eat, they're what they eat. And our pets are dying from the same diseases that we're dying of. They're getting diabetes, they're getting cancer, they're getting autoimmune diseases. That didn't exist when I was young. And so it's important that we pay attention. And then there's the whole thing with vaccinations. Um, I didn't know there was something called a titter. They give the same amount of vaccination, whether your dog is two pounds or 200 pounds. He gets the same amount of the shot. And so then they want you to come back and get them on a regular basis. You can ask for something called a titter that will look into, do they need another vaccination or do they still have plenty of protection in their little bodies? And a lot of times they still have plenty of protection in their little bodies and they don't need that vaccination. Um, it's just all kinds of what, what essential oils you should not have around your cats or your dogs and they're different. What plants not to have around your cats and your dogs that are toxic. Um, should you give your dog who has severe skin allergies a sensitivity test? I, I shared I have all these sensitivities. Well, guess what? Animals have them too. And there's a vet in California that will run a sensitivity test for you so that you don't have to be giving steroids to your animal for skin problems. Instead, you can find out what's annoying their body and eliminate it. So it is a treasure trove of information for anybody who is crazy about their fur baby. And I have two little kittens that have just reached one year old that are healthy and happy. And I am thrilled that I am able to be more informed in terms of the life they're going to have. Oh, that's so wonderful. And that brings me to nice segue to my rapid fire questions. This has been really wonderful. I, I think people, I hope you guys are taking notes. You might have to listen to this episode again. And 
Are you ready for my, my fun rapid fire? I'm course? ready. I'm ready. So my first one, we already know you're a cat person. I always ask if you're a dog or cat person. <laughs> yep. I, but I grew up with dogs. I love all animals. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, cat, cats are great too. I happen to be allergic, but they are, they're so sweet and just pets are so, I mean, they just add so much to our lives. It's, it's incredible. And do you, I think I might know the answer to this one. Are you a morning person or a night person? Um, well, for years, I was a neither person. Um, I was a night person who married a morning person. So I sort of fell in the in between. But now that I'm older, I don't sleep as long. And so getting my full seven hours of sleep, which is the recommendation, is tricky, but I wake up early. So I get up at five and I start then. But I also take my first warm up sleep at night after dinner. So uh, I make up for it at the other end. <laughs> And if one last thing, if you could leave listeners with your one non-negotiable that really moved the needle, one tip that you, you know, that maybe they can try today. I, I really like to leave listeners with something actionable they can do and implement because knowledge is wonderful, but it's knowledge with action. And I really like for my listeners to have something that they can you know, think about implementing in their own life. Like, so what is one of your top non-negotiable wellness habits that you, that you live by? You have more power over your health than you realize. Your doctor is not living in your body. So you are the master of your own body. So be proactive. I'm not saying that you shouldn't pay attention to what he's telling you to do, but go home and research it and then go back to him and have robust conversations because he, like my doctor telling me I needed therapy, guess what? She wasn't living in my body, so she didn't know how I felt. And thank God I went and researched for myself to discover that I had autoimmune disease. Because if you have autoimmune disease and you don't take care of it, it becomes multiple system autoimmune disease and multiplies. You get multiple autoimmune diseases. And I was lucky I caught it early. So don't be afraid to own your own life your own health. Your doctor isn't going to want to share that with you. They're surprised when you tell them that you're responsible for you, but do it anyway, because it's your body. Absolutely. I always say you have to be an advocate for your own health. Yeah, you do. 100%. And it's true. One autoimmune can lead to the other, and you certainly don't want that, that domino effect. So let's tell listeners, where can they find you and your books and all that good stuff? I'm sure. Um, my core word is Cheryl with a C, Cheryl M Health Muse, M-U-S-E, because I want to inspire you to clean up and live a healthier life. If you put at gmail.com, you can write to me. I'll answer questions. If you go to .com, that's my website. It is packed with great information. If you go to Facebook, that's where you start. I have several pages, but that's the best place to start if you want to follow me. And I do have a private group that I would love to have people come to called Feeling Great Living Low Toxin. Um, I'm Cheryl M. Health Muse on LinkedIn. I'm Cheryl M. Health Muse on Pinterest. So if you want to follow me, if you remember that, then you can find me. My books are under Cheryl Meyer. Meyer is my last name. And they're on Amazon. And there's a little Amazon store just for my books. So you can see them all there. Wonderful. Well, we will link all of that in the show notes as well. Well, thank you so much, Cheryl. This was great. Love, I love 
talking low talks with you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm very passionate that people start to be aware because it's what's wrong with our healthcare system. We're breaking the bank because of all these toxins and we're all getting sick. So we need to join together and stop buying this stuff so that big food, big industry starts to change. It's so true. People, you vote with your wallets and yep. now there are wonderful resources and alternatives. You don't need to douse your body with toxins. You don't need to clean your house with toxins. And, you know, I mean, your indoor environments are, are more toxic. Toxified. And it's not too hard to reduce toxic load. You no. can, you know, make a few changes and make a big difference. And well, every toxin eliminated is one step closer to health. So don't think you have to do it all overnight. It took me right. five years. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's so true. It's one step at a time. Well, thank you so much, Cheryl. Thank you for having me, Kelly. It's fun to talk with you. Always fun to talk with you. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Appreciate you coming back every week. I would love it if you take a quick minute and leave a rating and review. Stay healthy, be well, and be present. Thank you so much for listening to the Clean Beauty Scene podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tune in again next week. For more news, tips, and recommendations on clean beauty, eco-friendly living, and wellness, join my free Facebook group, Savvy Girls Organic World, and visit kellybonono.com for more resources. If you have questions or episode topic ideas, tag me on Instagram with hashtag Clean Beauty Scene Podcast. And talk clean to me, baby.